Welcome to our Revival Church, uh, one of our Revival Church Berkey Facebook Lives. And today we have our very own Phil Norton joining us. Uh, morning, Phil. Afternoon, Hi, Phil, actually. Hi, Andy. How are you? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. Um, Phil is not only a great friend, but he's also um, part of Revival Church Berkey. That said, um, although he's very much a gift to us, it would be true to say that Phil is a gift to our town and the wider community, which I know is, is, is Phil's heart as well. Now, Phil um, is known for his work with Biruki Street School and Rail Passers, Biruki uh, Town Football Club Passers, and now Biruki Food Bank. Have I missed anything, Phil? I don't think so. Thanks for the intro. That's all right. Now, now Phil's passion for our community was also recognised. We were trying to work it out. It's maybe three or four years ago, a few years back, when he became... Um, citizen of the year you remain may remember that and i think phil switched on the, the christmas lights as well I um, did. yeah you did you did it was a good occasion wasn't it yeah uh, you'll all uh, maybe also regularly hear phil on local radio um often speaking about um community matters and um his heart for our town really and really that's what i'd like to talk to you about this morning phil um Okay. So am I right in saying, with regard to Bidoroki, your community engagement really got going with Bidoroki Street Pastors? Is that true? Yeah, I think that's that's a fair assessment of, of, of where I started, having a bit more of an idea of, of what does the community look like, um, what is potentially a role that I could play within that. And uh, the idea of Street Pastors sort of w was brought to the town uh, eight years ago. And um, I went to the first meeting of that and really could see how the concept of a group of lovely people that could be out in our nighttime economy um, could really help people that, that just needed, you know, in some ways, uh, uh, just somebody to talk to, somebody to be alongside. But I really saw that, that we could be of use, uh, people that are from the older generation, that we could go out and look after some of the people that were in and around our nighttime economy. And, and one of the first things we had to do was, was well, what does our nighttime economy look like in Billericay? Are we saying that it's really violent? Are we saying that there's lots of this going on or that going on, that we really need a group of people to go out and be caring on our streets? And, and we came to the conclusion that, no, it, it wasn't a horrendous place to be. But actually, like all communities, it had a nighttime economy. And what was our role? What was our place? Uh, and, and what was the, the need for us to go out and about? So we had a number of conversations with the council, with the police, uh, with several um, local churches. Is this a good idea? Should we um, recruit people? Should we train people? Should we make sure that, that we're getting the right people to go out and about and just to just to help people in the nighttime economy. No other agenda other than to care for people, to, to listen to people that were going through different situations in life and in some way try and help them in, in all those circumstances. So that's where I think I started getting involved. Around, it started around about eight, eight and a half years ago with the early yeah, yeah. conversations. So, so street, street passes isn't just unique to Bidoriki though, is it? No, it's it's something that's going been going on for now uh, 16, 17 years across the country and worldwide. Uh, it started in London. It came out of um, which actually is is really quite interesting because it came out of the tensions 
um, between, um, you know, inner city riots and things like that, that, that we as a nation were going through at that time. And a, a group of, of people from a local church in London, in, in Brixton and Hackney, have got themselves together and said, well, what is the church's response to the situation that's going on now? I mean, there's, I mean, this is really bringing it right up to date. So there's been a lot of conversations over the last week, 10 days. You know, what's the church's response? Are the church quiet? What's their attitude towards the situation that's going on in America at the moment with, with the shooting? And now, obviously, it's going on in uh, different areas of, of England. And to bring it right up to date, you know, we've had the situation in Bristol uh, yesterday where the statue of uh, somebody from their community all those years ago that played a part in racism has been been hauled down by people that are really objecting to what's been going on. So it's that's how Street Pass has started. Thank you, Phil. Before we go on to talk about some of the other areas that you're involved in, it'd be really good um, to actually just to hear little, a little bit about um, who you are, your background. Uh, just, just tell us a little bit about yourself in a nutshell, if that's okay. Right. Okay. So um, I've been living in Billericay for 33 years now. Um, we, um, when I met my, my wife, um, we decided to uh, get married and come and settle down in Billericay. I was from um, South End. She was from uh, Ilford. So it, we, we decided to set up home in the middle of those two, two communities and just to be near both of our families. So that's our background. We, we brought up our family. Our children have gone to school here. And, you know, we've been part of different parts of uh, the community and the church community for those periods of time. It's been a long time at the Baptist Church at Perry Street. We then got involved in uh, the, the launch of the new branch congregation at South Green. Um, when I was in leadership there, I, I also joined the um, Queen's Park congregation that met at Hannigan's Farm. And so we've been in and around different parts of the community doing different things um, I used to help um, coach cricket uh, at the local cricket club. So, you know, we've been doing different things along our journey. So, but we've been pretty much embedded in our professional lives, but also in the, the community as well. Wonderful. And, and uh, thanks, Bill. So, so um, not only have you been involved or you are involved in um, street passes, um, sort of locally, but also translocally in, in Essex. But also, you know, that's uh, Street Pass has, has, has developed, hasn't it, into two other areas. Do you want to tell us about uh, a couple of those ways it's, it's developed as well? Yeah, so really excitingly. So not only have we, we've been um, encouraging those other Street Passer groups that are, are, are active across Essex, we've also been trying to identify other areas within Essex that Street Passer model could mm. um, have an impact and uh, influence the community that they're in and just show... Uh, the love of Jesus to, to the people that are in their communities. But we've also now uh, launched other projects and other projects that, that come under the same banner are schools passes and rail passes. So the idea of schools passes is, is that we, we identify volunteers, we train them, we build them up, and we put them into the senior school um, context to build up relationships with our young people, the staff, the governors, all the people that work in schools, just to, very similar to street passes, just to be there to listen and to care and just to be a sounding board. Because sometimes, you know, people carry a lot of different issues yeah. around with them at, at the time. And we just want to signpost them, you know, into different parts of life that might, we don't, 
we don't offer counselling or anything like that ourselves. Um, but if we think that somebody could do with a little bit more one-to-one, -one, then we've sure. got some good agencies that we've partnered with. So that's a bit about schools. So we, we, at the moment, we, we uh, operate within both the Billericay schools at Mayflower and Billericay, and also at um, South Woodham School, uh, Williams Ferrers. And uh, it, it tends to sometimes um, come out of a crisis or something that the school community are going through. But we feel that we can offer something to fill a gap within the provision that there is for young people we're not coming along saying we've got all the answers we're not saying you know hello you know um, school governors we're the local school sparsers team if you had us in your school this would be resolved and that would be resolved but we think in partnership building up relationships um, we can have an impact in the general well-being of the school community so so we've been doing that for a couple of years in Pilariki. Obviously, at the moment, we're, we're not in schools because schools are shut. But similarly, on the railway lines, you know, we've been asked to operate on Greater Anglia route throughout the county. So we've got three different projects now uh, that operate on the trains. Our hope and our desire is that we can intervene if anybody comes to the railway line for any um, ulterior motive, anything that's on their heart that may be leading them down the path of taking their own life on the railway network. And uh, we, we've done some training with the Samaritans just to make us a little bit more aware of the situations that people can get themselves in, people that end up with having no hope in, in different scenarios in life and, and go to the railway lines to, to take that ultimate action. And, and we wanna be there. We wanna be there at that moment and just to sort of say, whoa, hang on, you know, have you have you thought about this? You know, how can we help you? How can we listen to you screaming out in that really sensitive time? And and we've uh, been involved in now a number of interventions across Essex where we've managed to put our arm around people at the time when they could be making that ultimate decision. And uh, it's quite emotional, quite uh, an impactful thing to get involved in. Um, so we, we're trying to care for all the the rail passers that that witness. Uh, those sorts of things so that's what we're doing on the railways and also a, a sideline project because uh, I didn't feel that any of that was using up all my time so I've also got involved in Billericay football passes where uh, a group of us go down on match days mainly on home match days and we just want to be there for the for the all the people that go to watch uh, a game of football on a Saturday afternoon on a Tuesday night on a Thursday wet and miserable winter's evening where we're trying to come together to support our local football team but while we're there you know if, if people life that they're really struggling with um, just to come alongside to a, a group of guys that they can just have a, a, a nice sensitive gentle confidential conversation with where we can just sort of say you know what's what's going on in your life and we've been really amazed at how we've been um, uh, taken in by the, the football community by the by the management team, by the players, and by some of the supporters, it's been been really quite exciting that that we've been able to have some of these low-level conversations with with some of the guys that go along to watch the football. Wonderful, wonderful. So, so I mean, as you've already indicated, um, with the, with the times we're in at the moment, um, none of the above really you can really be active in for, for obvious reasons. But you 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 found uh, another way to to get involved of late. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah, so, you know, when, when we're talking about a group of people that go out in the nighttime economy, 
when there is no nighttime economy, are you just wandering around? And obviously, we we come from the older generation, so a lot of our um, street passes were put very early on into self isolation because of age, because of medical vulnerabilities, all sorts of other reasons. Um, so we and there was no nighttime economy. Nobody was out. You know, we were going to be the only ones walking up and down Billericay High Street. Um, having said that, we, we do still pray for our, our town. We do still pray for our high street while we're not patrolling. So we're not completely inactive. We are still supporting and praying and listening to the narrative that's going on around us. But what else can I be doing? So I, I took a personal decision that while I'm fit and well and while I, I don't have any symptoms and while I can be, be cautious about self-distancing and, and just taking things seriously, but I decided to, that I could go down and help at the food bank uh, down at St John's Church. And uh, I just put out the message to some of the street passers that this is what I was doing. This is my personal decision. Um, a, a number of the other street passers also decided, well, that's a good idea. Uh, I've got time. I'm, I'm appropriate. I can go and help. We arrived at the food bank. We met with uh, by Jim, who's a lovely guy. He's been running the food bank for a couple of years. And he was just about to close because all the other uh, helpers, they were in isolation at home. So there, was, there wasn't anyone to run the food bank. So uh, we arrived, um, Stuart Gibbs arrived from uh, Football Passers with his wife, Joe, and a lovely lady called Marina also turned up. So we suddenly had a little team of us that could uh, run the food bank. So that's what we've been doing um, whilst not street pastoring, we've been, um, that, as you can imagine, the amount of people that need the food bank has escalated. The amount of gifts that the community has made to the food bank has been incredible. The community spirit has been just fantastic to witness. And there's a number of organisations that have got behind uh, the food bank, either through uh, financial donations or food donations. You know, the football club has done a, a, a sponsored haircut of some of the important people within the football club and they've been raising money for us as well. So it's been uh, a good thing to be involved in. I, I get the feeling that um, the food bank's not going to shrink suddenly. We're, we're now putting in plans to keep the food bank going. Um, we think that there's um, potential that more people are going to need the, the, the food bank over the next few months, maybe even longer. So we're, we're in this for the medium to long term. We'll keep the food bank running to be there to bless people of Billericay. Thanks for some, some really exciting uh, initiatives. Just one question I want to throw in there, though, and, and it is relevant, really. Just wondering what the, the connection is between your Christian faith and your heart for serving the community. Would you better sort of um, sort of put some meat on the bones on that one, Phil? Yeah, I, th I think this comes and this sort of brings me up to date, really up to date with my own personal journey of faith. Um, you know, I am a guy that is a Christian. I believe uh, in Jesus. I believe that he he wants me to have a relationship uh, with him. He wants me to come to him, to talk to him about things that are going on in my life. Uh, I come to you as, you know, um, somebody that's in my my middle age. You know, I'm not I'm not a silly uh, individual that that is grappling hold of um, some pie in the sky idea that that I need some emotional, um, I don't know, um, crutch to lean on. I'm not like that. I am a guy that's been through life. I have seen different situations, but I have chosen, and I believe that actually I have a I have a Lord that that 
loves me, that looks after me, and he wants the best for me. So for me to then take that as a, as a personal decision and live that out through my life, how does that affect the way I am and the way I, I live my life? So I'm, I'm really focusing at the moment on um, some of Jesus's teachings where he encourages us to reach out to our communities. He encourages us to be the good Samaritan. He encourages us to be people uh, that are wise and to be able to be there for people. But, you know, other members of our community at times when things in life aren't quite going the way that they, they want them to go, to, to, to offer that uh, level of friendship or companionship. So that's that's what he's, he's showing me at the moment. So one, one of the things that, that I'm really taken about by is as an example to us is when, and I, I consider him historically as a very important guy. So when when he was going to a meeting, you know, he was traveling to, I don't know, let's, let's put it in real terms. You know, I'm going to an important meeting at um, Basel and Council. I'm going there to, to and I'm preparing myself and I'm, I'm thinking about what is it that, that I want to explain to maybe officers of the council or other people from the community that are going, it's a joint meeting. So what am I going there for? Well, I've got a purpose. I'm, I'm on that journey to that destination. But on the way, when I've parked my car, when I'm walking towards the council, I see somebody along the road that needs my help. Someone that is reaching out, somebody that, that might just say, hi, Phil, how are you doing? I've got to have in my heart that attitude that you are important enough for me to engage with. You know, I think of the stories in the Bible of um, the, the, a leper on the street that, that called out to Jesus, a woman that touched his cloak, uh, a lady that was sitting at a well or a man climbing up a tree or just somebody that's calling out to him saying, you know, can you come and help me? Can you come and spend some time with me? And he never felt so important that he just said to people no not now I'm I'm on a journey and my my journey is so important I can't be deviated from the intended place that I'm going to he never said that and I'm taking that as his example to me to say Bill while you're on this journey of life while I give you ideas while I, I give you meetings to go to while I give you things that I want you to achieve never feel so important in life that you're not ready you're not listening to the people around you that you can't offer even if it's just five minutes of my time where I'm just listening to somebody and I'm just maybe giving them an encouraging word maybe I'm dealing with an incident maybe somebody is unwell around me I'm not walking on by I'm, I'm stopping and I'm giving them some help you know I might just be part of the answer you know sometimes we see people that are are injured and it takes two or three people to, to to comfort them to somebody to phone an ambulance the ambulance comes and we all do our bit but never feel so important that I can't just stop and help and that's what is really driving me forward at the moment that's why I'm involved in the different projects that I'm involved in in my community because you know I think my community is, is a good community uh, I want to represent it well if I get the chance but I also just want to be a part of what's going on as well. That is so good, Phil. Thank you for sharing that. So I want to bring this to a close in a moment, but really um, the pandemic has, has changed all of our lives. And yeah. I'm guessing that this will have an impact on 
how some of the community initiatives we've talked about will operate in the coming months, really, but perhaps will also influence how they um, might develop to meet the changing needs in the town. Have you got any thoughts about that or is this too early? No, I think we need to prepare. I think that, that as different um, community projects, as, as, as people that um, encourage volunteers, I think it's important that we do have a, a, a guide on what's going on. We need to, to, to look at the rules and, and remain compliant. You know, I, I am um, you know, very much aware that um, you know, the virus is still around, that, that we, we should not take our eye off of the advice. But we need to also prepare that when situations change and when, when opportunities come, that we are ready to be there. I think that a lot of our community are thirsty just to get out, just to get a bit of fresh air, just to communicate to other human beings. And, and I think from what we do, we, we, we need to be ready to be like that. So we're, we're thinking of um, maybe going out into different locations through the town during the day. We don't think the nighttime economy is gonna be up and running very soon, but we think that the, the, um, the, there's going to be more activities going on during the day. How do we get ourselves to the position where we're ready to listen and care and just just be a sounding board for some people that have been through some pretty traumatic times over the last few months? So if we can reach out to the parks, to different places in the community as street passes, as school passes, we, we, we're just trying to get a risk assessment from Greater Anglia to say that we can go back out as rail passes. Uh, but we're only going to be going out in twos. Um, what would be good is if we could go out as, um, you know, because a lot of our street passes, rail passes, you know, we're, we're in relationships ourselves where, you know, we, we could go out as couples. Like I could go out in my street pass uniform with my wife into the community. You know, we, we are, um, you know, we've come from the same household. So we're allowed to do that. We would still self-distance from people. But how could we be, over in our community just to listen and care and do you know there are going to be some people that are coming out of this with some some real deep issues that they've been going through you know some people have really struggled with the isolation with the um you know just sitting in and looking at four walls and and haven't had the opportunity to interact maybe that we have um so i i, I just want us to be ready and if it's appropriate go to certain locations just to be there and available just to be that 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 very friendly listening ear. We're not there with any other agenda. We're not gonna you know, take your money off you or, or you know, provoke you to, to go and join a particular group. But just how can we do that as street passers, school passers, rail passers, football passers, all the things that I'm involved in, how can we just be there uh, for our community in these times? And I think, I think that we need to be ready just to be good listeners. I don't think we need to say much. I just think that we need to be there for people. That's amazing. Thank you, Phil. Just in closing, or just before we do, um, I guess people can find, I know people can find you or what or what you represent on social media, particularly. There's there's plenty of platforms for, for all of those. Is that right? That's right, yeah. So Billericke Street Pastors and all the other Street Pastor groups, you know, predominantly they use all the social media. They're using Facebook and Twitter. So you can find us. It is interesting to follow these groups. And I follow a number of other groups in, in different places where they're going through, you know, different contextual situations within their towns and their cities. And it is interesting to see how we can engage with that. One of, one of my other messages is, is, is that if there are uh, any other local Christians in their own church context, that they're wondering, you know, what should they be doing in the next season of life? And they thought, well, actually, 
I've thought about becoming a sports pastor. I've thought about helping out these different ways in the past. You know, just get in touch. You know, we're, we're you know, I, I, I would just very gently sort of say, well, when the opportunity is right and when it's appropriate, why not come out with us and see what we do? You know, it's it's not rocket science. We're, we're just members of the community that believe it's right for us to be there and, and be a family board. So come and get joined in. So we're even on Instagram as well. So anything that has Billericay Street Passes written all over it, um, you know, we're, we're, we're there. So come and engage. And if you need to ask any questions, send me an email, send me a text, send, send me something. Um, and, I, and I will try and my very, very best to answer your questions. But it's all it's all in the effort of just trying to be helpful, trying to be, we're not, you know, if, we, if we're in a situation and we don't think that we're there for any good purpose, we will withdraw. You know, we've got no other agenda. We're not just going to be there just for the sake of it. We'll withdraw. Yeah. We'll, go, we'll go and find somewhere where we can help and where our help is needed, if that makes sense. Thank you, Phil, for taking time out to be Thank on you, uh, our Vival Church Bureaucy Facebook Live. There'll be a, another one up in due course. Uh, but thank you, Phil, and fantastic. You take care. See you, mate. Bye.